Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. off it looks like uh the 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 journalists out there are having a field day with uh, president biden referring to uh douchey from fox news as a stupid son of a bitch at his recent (laughs) press conference i thought it was hilarious and i do i just my only piece is i think it's very disingenuous that people are saying that the president should not be able to say that when we let for four and a half years, you we're know, just gonna be blinded. We're just gonna pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, Nacho Lucho <laughs> just go through and, and you know. We're just gonna be we're gonna pretend by grabbing by the p word. <laughs> it's never happened. Yeah, so that's all I gotta say. I thought it was hilarious, and I I will always say I think Biden's got some low key G energy going on. So. Yeah, when he has it. Yeah, yeah so, when, when he's got the energy. So Joe, all, all right, age. so Joe, you go first. You got something to say? What? No, that's it. I'm just, I'm just worried about his energy levels. I think he needs to get some ginkgo biloba in his system. Sometimes he does look tired. Well, can you really be tough if you have a secret service? Like, is it's like, it's like saying like the hold me back method, where it's like you're not tough, dude. Like you have the U.S. military, the secret service, FBI. So you, well, you know, you have all these people protecting you. Uh, it's like. Punching someone uh, in front he rolls of deep. That's yeah, what you're yeah. It's yeah. like it's like all right, tough guy. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a bitch. Okay. <laughs> so uh, on Andre's point, like uh, Rep Representative Jim Banks uh, from let's see, Indiana, I believe, uh, tweeted out today: Have we ever seen a president attack and malign the free press like Joe Biden has? <laughs> I don't think Joe knows when he's in public. I think he's kind of... <laughs> I don't think he knows what a hot mic is as part of it. <laughs> here's, what, here's what I want to say, because I've been saying I think dude's got some G energy yeah. because I don't think he cares. No, it's... Like, I really, like age. I really don't think he cares. So, yeah. anyway, enough with that. Next. Well, he's, he's done worse. This is going to... Like, the playoff weekend for me... I know everybody. It was a great weekend. The the games that were won were won spectacularly. Um, yeah. You, you got to give love and props to everybody that played. All the teams actually. I I do want to say I was like low key pulling for Tom Brady, just for the old guys out here. But it was great that Von Miller, my dude, that warrior. Yeah, I'm like, what are you talking about? You're pulling for Tom Brady. We literally sat here last week and said, he might be a good dude. I might like him more that he's not in New England now. But there is no way in hell I want to see that guy go to another freaking. Do you realize this is the first championship weekend we will have in the last, like, 13 years that won't have. That doesn't have Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers in it. Thank God. Like, let somebody else go win for once. like let but i'm ready for someone other than tom brady to go win some super bowls or or championship appearances i guess like i mean i'd love for a team that i root for to do it i guess i'm gonna have to hope that the Bengals can pull off the upset uh and you mean nc state yeah the the nc state Bengals. okay send what do you got cincinnati wolfpack (laughs) um what what is it? The Brady's out. Is that what? Yeah. So Brady and Rodgers are both out of the playoffs now. Uh, it's interesting. I don't know. I I haven't watched. I'm a little under prepared for this part. I haven't watched football in a couple of years. But 
I, I agree with you. I think Brady has kids, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, take a few months off, go home, hang out. That's probably That's fair. His kids are probably happy to have him back home. That's fair. Next. This is probably very near and dear to my heart. I got an email today from uh, the, the boys and girls at Docker. <laughs> they, are, they are scraping for trying to fund their journey. So to paraphrase the email is basically saying, oh, are we updated our terms of, of, uh, of service? And if you're a company that makes X amount of dollars, you have to pay $5 per user to use Docker. Yeah, sure. All I got to say is, man, they started out so hot, really did. Everybody was like all over Docker when the technology was like in its infancy. It, and I always kept saying, and Chris can attest to this, that this is not the way to go. This is like overblown, ain't gonna work out. And here we are, what, five years later? Yeah. And it's just, it's fizzling out. Well, and I think, like we so, talked about this before, the idea behind Docker running like virtual machines or doing cloud computing in these smaller containers uh, or containerized portions of hard drives, like, yeah, there's a purpose for it. But as usual, like I think Docker's gotten to the point now where they think their shit doesn't stink. You know, it's like, we can do yeah. no wrong. Everybody needs to come use Docker for everything. And on top of that, you ran into the like, look what I can put in a container. And it's like, you can literally put anything in a container. That's not the point. Like, <laughs> you shouldn't just be doing this stuff just to do it, but. Yeah. Anyway, and I and I know that's a that's a that's like probably way out of left field for you other guy, for Chris and uh, Joe, but I just want to I just want to acknowledge the fact that I got an email today from Docker asking me for my money. Yeah. Well, and, from from a business standpoint, I I kind of understand it from like a is it a small startup kind of company or no? Yeah. Not anymore. Um, not anymore. They're they they're humongous. Yeah. They were a startup for sure, but yeah, they're I mean they're yeah. they are the leading container platform out there, right? For service. Uh for like cloud for cloud stuff, sure. sure. Yeah. The the problem I have with Docker is that they're another company that try to like I think you can make money with open source software in that environment. Your mission's got to be clear at the at the beginning. Yeah, it's and, tough to pull off, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, and I, I think they lost their way because they drink their own Kool-Aid. And uh, I don't want them to fail. I just think that it's just a, uh, a warning for other companies coming up. Hey, be strategic and smart about how you grow. And you can eat your own dog food, but don't drink the Kool-Aid. So. Yeah, and sm <laughs> small is probably the way to stay, right? No, I, I don't think small is necessarily... I don't think that big is bad. I just think that... Companies have a tendency to, uh, you know, they look at valuation, they look at, you know, adoption of their technology, especially in the tech space, and they they forget that it's a long, it's a journey. It's not a sprint. Yeah. Well, and I think and a lot of the times you end up with growth for the sake of growth, right? You, the right. company doesn't yeah. necessarily need to grow. There isn't really the opportunity, but like you're going to bring on a whole bunch of new employees to make yourself look bigger, right? To make like, right. oh, we need these people in these roles if we're going to be taken seriously within the industry. And so, yeah. It, it, yeah, like I think to Andre's point, it's like just stick with what got you here in the first place, you know, and far too often I think like just the, the mission gets lost. Next. Oh, Kristen Cinema. Is it Kristen or Kirsten? Kirsten, Kristen, whatever. It doesn't really matter, but like I, I hear it pronounced both ways all the time, so I'm just trying to make sure. It is Kirsten, yeah. Oh, she got censured by the Democrats in uh, in Arizona. 
my only point in this is like, you know, and I, I mentioned this last week that Democrats typically they play politics with a butter knife while the Republicans have a butcher's knife. Um, yeah, they just got to play. I think they play. Game. I think they play with the butcher knife, butcher knife behind their back. Like no, they don't. They're the most ineffective. <laughs> po- Wait, who it's plays probably, with the butcher a, knife behind their back? The Republicans. The Democrats. Party? The Democrats. The Democrats. Oh, okay. I mean, it's, I, 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 I think not. that they play with. They actually they might play with a bigger butcher knife. It's a little tough because I think it's a more sophisticated. Uh, I don't know. This is a bit. This might not be a quick topic, but it's a little bit more sophisticated. So if you think about the idea of welfare, like some push welfare, it seems on surface like, oh, that's a good idea. Sure, why not? But then when it plays out, it's like, oh, you're actually taking away the ability for certain people to implement. Like you're, you're. It's kind of like drug dealing, where it's like, oh, now sure they're performing better a little bit, but it's like now they have this extra need or extra reliance on this this thing that you've been providing yeah that's that's on that's a rabbit hole because the <laughs> rabbit hole you're you're walking into i'm gonna just like like i will it's not um it's not a sound argument because like welfare in, in general came about with the uh the, the big new deal or the, whatever the new deal was called whatever that official term was whatever uh, like right after the depression right, right? It's been systematically used more in poor rural areas by whites. Sure. It's not a racist thing. No, I'm I'm just saying like, but I'm saying like the Democrats did not even come up with the idea of the of the program itself. So, well, but that's not. They eventually like put it more of the thing that they are a part of rather than conservatives over time. That's not true. That's even that's even not true. It's actually it's it's a misnomer. And I actually used to actually agree. You hear more watching. conservatives today saying, "Hey, let's let's do more welfare," as opposed to Democrats today. Actually, nobody less. talks about welfare. Out of the two of those, who do you hear bring up more? None. Social <laughs> programs. Then, <laughs> social programs, yes, but they they switched the whole dynamic to uh, like to social programs such as education. And uh, medical benefits. And I, so but I think that's a good point. And maybe that's where, you know, like there's like the disconnect, right? Is that welfare itself, I think, is often viewed as like getting little cash or like food stamps, right, from the right. government. But I think to your point, like there's some of that that definitely still goes on, but there's been at least a bit of a shift towards, well, how can we provide like education or training for these individuals to be able to step out of this? This isn't, because I, I hear what you're saying, Chris, like it, I don't want welfare to be like uh, the crutch that somebody becomes dependent on right and i think like that's the argument that we hear a lot of times is like well if you give it to them then they're just going to expect it or now it's like well i don't have to work to get it i think we need programs in place that help people to get from point a to point b in a clear you know concise direct way it's it's yeah and the i only, am, the I, only am reason pro, I, up- I am pro work requirements like I've always been pro worker parties. I've seen people sell food stamps. I've seen people that like have this whole system of, you know, if you get like 75 cents on a dollar on, or 50 cents, 50 to 75 cents on a dollar for food stamps, you know, that's a great deal, yeah. right? If you if you can actually get these benefits and not have to prove that you work or you work for three months and quit, that's a great deal. I'm all about like eliminating all that crap and giving it to people that actually need it. And one thing that actually really makes me remember that is in 08 and 09, when there was a lot of middle class people that lost their jobs and lost everything, 
those middle class people couldn't get any help from any social program in our system, whether it be state and or federal. Well, that's so, in a moment like 2008, that's where it comes blatantly obvious that neither of the parties are on the people's side. And we My, we can agree on that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can agree. I mean, and even it's, right only, now, it's only, it's only, I don't think, like, yeah, I don't no, think exactly. things are right now, that much different now, 14 years later than they were in 2008, no. right? Like, no, the country's not, not in a, the same position, but. No. To my point, and back to circle back around to Chris Kirsten yeah. Cinema. Yo, play better ball, get people that actually represent the people in, of whatever like uh, state that is or locality. Hey, all for that all day long. Kirsten, I think she played. You know, I don't. I'm not a big fan, <laughs> so that's all I got. Yeah. All right, next. <laughs> Please, everybody, stop playing with Bitcoin. <laughs> All right. I want to hear Chris's opinion on this because you are the youngest of any of us that are here, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, yeah. like, what is your take on the whole crypto scene? Not even just, like, specifically Bitcoin, but I think Andre and I have looked at this, and, and we can't help but say, like, this is the world's biggest scam that's ever been portrayed. No, it is. It, it 100% is. Okay. Um, can I curse on here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. so, so there's, there's this show I watch that does like, it's kind of like the American Idol for, um, for comedians called Kill Tony. And there's this comedian on there who a few months ago, he was like, yeah, man, I don't really trust, uh, his name's David Lucas. They don't really trust Bitcoin. Uh, too many hood niggas know about it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of my thing about it. It's like, um, oh, oh, pretty much any time, any time that the top comes down to say, I mean, this is a little bit different because it's, it's it's presented as grassroots. Right. But when there's anyone that says, hey, man, this is a good idea for you. It's like, okay, no, nah, man, no. Good right. Why yeah. would they be bothering or, to tell you that it's a good idea for you to invest in Bitcoin yeah. if there wasn't something ultimately in it for them? Yeah. And, and especially a long time ago, there's a lot of dangerous people. Well, there's some speculation about, I think... I think it's a Russian guy. I think Soros or something like that. People were in it. Jewish. People were in it a long time ago, which is another thing. People were in it a long time ago. I'm kidding, kid, kidding, 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 kidding. People, <laughs> <laughs> well, it was nice having Chris on the podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. People were in it a long time ago, and um, like they're handing out. A large amount of uh, Bitcoin. It's pretty much like you're saying. It's a, it's a, another pyramid scheme. It's a nonsense. So like, I, I think I told you about this, Andre. Like, my dad had a guy that he used to work with, uh, who runs a company now, and he reached out to him because he had this idea where he was going to start getting his employees. He was going to encourage them to start taking at least part of their paychecks in Bitcoin or some other <laughs> cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. And my dad's like, so I'm really thinking I got to get into cryptocurrency. And he's like. I want you to sit in and listen to this presentation that Kirk's going to give so that, you know, we, I can get your opinion on it. And I'm like, all right, I'm not really big on Bitcoin. I don't know that much, but I'm glad to sit in and just listen and then give you my two cents. Sure thing. That was the like worst pitch. And not like <laughs> not because the guy was saying anything wrong, but it, it just kept coming back to him like this doesn't make any sense. Like I hear what you're saying and I hear the logic yeah. that you're trying to ascribe to it, but ultimately it's a fixed system that somebody is manipulating. Like it's forced manipulation of the market in order to determine the value when you like are having what's left every so often. It just doesn't it yeah, and then 
I kept trying to get my dad, I'm like, what is in it for him? There's gotta be some reason that he wants his employees to take this. It's not because he thinks it's in their best he's interest. Yeah, like he's getting some kickback, right? Or or he sees it as a so, way to increase the value of his Bitcoin, even if it's just that. But it's like, no, yeah. he's, is. I'm sorry. I've just gotten to the point where there are very few people that I feel so, like do things truly altruistically, you know? No. It, it, okay, hold on real quick. In, in reference to, you know, bullshit startup things like that. Um, back in the day when game, when people didn't know GameStop had a credit card tied to it. Um, when I was, I was happy to be right when I was working, <laughs> they started doing credit card fiasco. They made it mandatory that every employee learn the process of how to get people to sign up for the credit card by applying for them for themselves. <laughs> I literally told my general manager at the meeting, <laughs> regional meeting, fuck that, I'm not doing that. And he's like, why not? I'm like, because it's going to mess my credit. Yes. He's like, yeah, but I mean, it's going to take, only going to take like 15 points. Oh my God. They tried to run that scam like, all throughout retail as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, by the way, my best friend is Jewish. So. <laughs> That's cool, my best friend is black. <laughs> All three of you are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Next. <laughs> so, there's a little bit of hate coming out of the uh, the studios at Adult Swim. Mm -hmm. The one of the execs is like basically saying, "Arcane will not be the golden standard for animation," and he just started throwing shade. They had six years to develop the show. They had this large budget, and it only goes to Netflix. The show is only going to be on Netflix. And I'm like, yo, but can't you raise the bar? That's all I got out of the whole thing. I'm like, but they raised the bar on storytelling, animation, introducing characters, introducing all the things that people want to introduce in, in like the, the modern media, media uh, presence today. Flawlessly. Yeah, they may have grown up. Next. <laughs> Nobody else so, even gets no, to no, say no, anything. Party. Andre's just like, no, no, no I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I said it. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying next to, I'm saying next to Adult Swim. It's like everything they were able to accomplish. You kind of done it with, uh, with Venture Brothers and a couple shows. A lot of the shows they have, they've got bits and pieces of what Art King was able to do. So, Look how long it took Venture Brothers to get anywhere. I'm not, I'm not, I am no. not disputing that. My point is like, <laughs> my point is like, try harder. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and I think like, there's something to be said for allowing time to in, like invest and create these shows, right? If you're really behind right. it and you think that it's ultimately going to be a good show, if it takes you six years to do it, like, I, and I know, I understand from a business standpoint, like not everybody looks that way, but obviously Netflix looked at it and was like, no, we think we can make some money off of this. So I don't know. Oh, I'm sure a lot of it is just Adult Swim sitting there being like, oh crap, somebody's coming after our, you know, animation our market. market. Yeah, give, yeah. Give and so, yeah, I, of course, what else would you expect, right? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you be careful. You gotta be careful when, like most people that are giving their instant reaction on things, especially people that have interest in a company not like another, like it's, if in this case it sounds like there's competitors involved, you got to pretty much just say whatever they're saying is just manipulative. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Adult Swim doesn't have any of their stuff on Netflix. I think they're partnered no, with Hulu. No. So why no. on earth would he no, ever say something nice about anything on Netflix? <laughs> like he, right. he has no financial in interest in that. So. 
Exactly. Here we go. Next. That was it, That's wasn't it? it? All right. So th- Thank you.